Hi, this is Joseph Arthur. Thanks for checking out Come to Where I'm From. Please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash come to where I'm from. We are an independent podcast, and any contributions you can make are greatly appreciated. It's just, it's just an old conversation. I yeah. know, I'd, I'd rather like concentrate on really some amazing shit that's going on right now that we could have opportunities to, yeah. to like really address, and also kind of what we have to look out for. You know, I think right. this this shit has taught us so much. Like what? I mean, what just, do you think? What you... I just think had had the ability to reassess what's important to a lot of people. And I mean, I like me for one, I feel like I've been under a rock, you know, all the, you know, for the last 15 years on the road. Mm-hmm. So it's like opened my eyes up to like, oh, okay, I can do this. I can do that. Oh. Like, what do you mean by that? Um, Just living. I think I've been, I've been you know, put in a scenario where you make a record and you tour Mm -hmm. and that's a cycle that's a bubble that's not really a a a place you know your conversations are dealing with mostly like hey you know with fans or or this kind of stuff and it's just not necessary or or just even peers or whatever in that bubble and i feel what you're saying you know you're either trying to buy something or be sold something it's Mm -hmm. very everything is transactional Mm-hmm. So it's not a necessarily um, built for much personal growth. Yeah, because you're put in this thing of just like where all of your evolution, like people don't understand maybe being a recording artist, especially one as successful as you, is a full-on, full-time, you know, 24-7, 365. Even if you get a little time off, that's like a little time off, but you're still... It, it, it's a thing and so this thing it's a constant cycle basically yeah and so this thing put a, a hard stop and all of a sudden you realize oh my spirit and my self as a person can evolve in, in other ways and i can become more than just this recording artist yeah because you look at it and like oh wow that's you know it's doing it has a potential to do this and it has a potential to do that and you're healing people and you're healing yourself at the same time so it's amazing mm-hmm. you're also putting yourself through a lot Mm. of uh you know engines running a lot and there's a lot of people around you and it's just like i don't know that 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 is going to be i think a lot of artists are going to be like man i'm not fucking with the road that much anymore mm-hmm. like i'm not th- we went in we, i feel you we built, on that you know too. we built we <laughs> I definitely we built these systems and these systems were built around us and they took advantage of our fans mm-hmm. and then they went corporate and they you know their shareholders and all that and became something that is really the antithesis of what we're doing you know what we were trying to do musically mm. so it it so now we're just we're not even part of that industry and artists aren't part of the music industry mm. like that's that's the bottom line you're not in the record business Mm. You know, managers, promoters, agents, record company people, even if you own your own intellectual property as an artist, you're not you're not in the business. You're not, you know, part of the conversation. Yeah. I mean, Save Our Stages is an example of it. What do you mean by that? Um, Like, what do you mean by the fact that you're not in the business? I'm not in the music business. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm, I, I write songs. I'm a songwriter. Mm-hmm. So like, there was things I had to do. But the music business is like, basically, built to take advantage of artists. Mm-hmm. Like the richest artist is like Paul McCartney. Like, 
Daniel has like what <laughs> twenty times what Paul McCartney has. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like so. And there's and I love Spotify, and I think Daniel's like done an amazing job with that company. Mm-hmm. And and hats off to him. But like, I think when you look at the potential social impact an artist can have, like through song, it 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 also has the ability to 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 take on a, another life mm-hmm. you know if you if you can also be part of the industry so and is this what sparked your your interest and passion towards the nft realm no i just wanted to see what was going on you know i just it's just part of being like my my new thing is being accountable as an artist so it's like it's it's really like um to you know what i've done wrong what i've possibly done and you know what I didn't pay attention to and all that kind of stuff. So I want to kind of pay attention to this. And I'm still like really just dipping my toe into it mm-hmm. and not like feeling like, um, you know, necessarily, you know, I, I did, you know, we've talked about it a million times. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not like, I think it's, it's a great, I think it will be very important going forward and moving forward, but it's still so early. Like, we don't know how to do it, what to do, mm-hmm. who's going to collect. Do you bring your fans into it? Is it too early to bring them into it? You know, it's like it, it, there's a lot of questions. Yeah, totally. But you had a very, very successful. Init- I had a very successful. Initial launch. First one dip. of one. Yep. Yeah, yep. one of one. Um, Did a one of one um, and studied it for like three months and kind of like was going to do a longer kind of bigger drop and then i was like you know what everyone's talking about doing tickets and they haven't done it so i just wanted to do the case study and i did the nft ticket mm-hmm. which was attached to a a song that was unreleased an, a soon to be released remix but they have a reference tape of of like a, a different mix so they get their own mix of this mm-hmm. and that's just theirs collectible Plus, it's the first NFT concert ticket, you know, front row tickets to the show. And and in, in most NFT cases, there's like a resale aspect. And, I mean, and I suppose with yours, there still is because of the song that they got. But there's no concert ticket attached anymore. Right. Is that right? Exactly. And um, but what I wanted to test is is like the real collectability of it and the possibility of the collectability of it. And they talk about, you know, this is a collectible. So I wanted mm-hmm. to test like, okay, is this being the first NFT concert ticket sold in itself a collectible? Right. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to test that aspect of it. A lot of people are like, no, but who knows, 10, 10 years from now, maybe – if NFTs were what we think they'll be used, you know, commonly, then it yes. might be a collectible. Because and, they have an, a digital image of it, too, which is, like, graphically done by Chicken and Waffle, right? Yep, like, yep, yeah, by Finn. Yep. By Finn, yep. Chicken and Waffle, shout out, Finn. What's up, Finn? <laughs> What's up, Finn? Shout out. So, And so, yeah, you're right, because that's like having a ticket stub, which people collect those anyway. Right. So it's like, it's kind of like, yeah, the concert's done. Yeah. But so what? There's, there's plenty there still to collect the the digital image or the image well just the act that you had the first nft ticket right so it's like you were there that that's a possibility um and also just kind of like showing that i could do it so i can use it with my super fans or whatever super people that want to come to shows in the future but right uh you know and, and there's other ways to allow and i think soon the nft will be 
because I also got into it because a lot of like old vinyl has been showing up for a lot of money on the on the internet and uh, old posters and stuff like that. Right. And even when I first my first record came out, they took it off the shelves at Universal, and um, my CDs were selling for like seventy five on eBay. Uh-huh. You know, before the digital thing came accessible, so it was like. There's always been a little bit of collectible thing going on, like right. you know, Clarence Greenwood vinyl is like usually seven hundred if you can find it. So, right. so I was like, let me see see if this is about what what it's about. It's interesting. I love the idea. I own my own songs and masters, and mm-hmm. I'm into the. You know, I just learned a lot. <laughs> I mean, listen, man. I've been, you know, I feel like kind of like your little brother in the NFT realm because, and and, and you're kind of like this like uh, inspirational force, and also this kind of like shadow force too. Because like I beat myself up with your uh, with yeah. with how much you've embraced it because right. I've I've embraced it as well, but yeah. maybe not to the degree that you have. So I'm so. Um, but you know, and now it feels like it's going into different levels. Like when it first opened up and the clubhouse stuff, there's like yeah. there was so much energy there. Yeah. Does it feel like that's faded a little bit? I think so. It has, right? I think. I think. Um, People have less time now that the, they're out of the house. Well, that's true too. That's a good point. I think it's clubhouse too- hit when people had plenty of time to sit home and just listen. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I think it's still. I mean, I learned. I met a lot of cool people. I think that. I. You know. I, I'm st- I'm still trying to see I wanted to test what it was to see if this is really real. Mm-hmm. You know, and I wanted to also kind of get an idea of be a part of it because it, it I do see that there there is a huge asset to collect collections and all this kind of stuff and just how they're going to do it in the future. I mean, technically in five months they could be securitizing masters of recordings so i want kind of know what's going on with that you know in the future and um when i say securitizing like basically putting uh masters up and you know thousands of people can take a piece like mm-hmm. it's a stock or something and and that's gonna probably happen and, and it might come mm. through the form of an nft and and so it's like it, it's just good to kind of know what's going on in that because like so much stuff that kind of went, you know, under the artist's radar, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, you've been a real champion for artists, their rights, and their ability to make money. I mean, even the last time we had you on the podcast, it was like a lot. There was so much interesting. You guys were going to unionize. Yeah, well, we still can't. I mean, that's not, we're not, it's not over. It's not over. Talk don't, about don't go, Don't go negative on us. I mean, that talk about hurting a bunch of cats. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. But then, like, this NFT thing, happened sort of post all that like yeah and it does and it does sort of point in those directions yeah, yeah. you know it's like artists being able to empower themselves at another whole level you know i i think my biggest thing with the nft is 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 this you know just a a kind of way for cryptocurrency big shots to bring artists in to to get um exposure to cryptocurrency mm-hmm. a way for it to be used um mm. you know we've seen the tech companies always use the artists or the music or whatever the quote content to kind of drive their industry to become bigger um i, I see it as that 
essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is skepticism on, on that part of mine. So I think like, yeah, and and also the the royalty thing isn't really true because they haven't figured out how a royalty changes from different platforms. Mm-hmm. So that's not a a, a a a a real thing. And also you have to find somebody into crypto that's a super fan that, right. that that wants to support. So it's not unlike any kind of artistic kind of endeavor in that sense. If you're you know I've never been in the art world, but you know there's like a you know. They go to the a you know the gallery and the gallery already has the buyer and mm-hmm. the kind of thing and like they build up the hype behind the 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 the, the opening so yeah it's a similar thing because yeah. now too like I'm about to do a launch I'm yeah. I'm meant to do a launch with Known Origin in June I'm working with a 3D graphics person named Bailey shout out Bailey right she's a young girl like but she's amazing she's in Minneapolis and I'm gonna show you something that okay. she's developed but um you know. And it's like, it is, it's like, it's the same thing because you, you feel like, oh, I got to schmooze. I got to like go to the gallery shows and like talk yeah. to people and do the, well, in the NFT realm, you got to go to clubhouse and you got to like, yeah. and you got to uh, like try to find <laughs> your like collectors because yeah, like yeah. you, like you said, your super fans or the people that are going to like buy your stuff don't necessarily, don't necessarily have a MetaMask wallet full of five Ethereum. No, you, you no. know, like that's a rare person. Yeah, that's one out of a hundred. Yeah, if that's if that one out of a thousand, I would say more one out of a thousand. Yeah, and now right. too, you got this whole push towards like demonizing cryptocurrency and Elon Musk going off on cryptocurrency and the whole market tanking right now. But I mean, it's gonna <laughs> go back up, I think. But like, it does also feel like not to take it back to how we open this whole thing up, but also like Bitcoin has this potential to like this decentralized potential and ADA in particular, which is located in Africa that can right. help disenfranchise countries, but it, it puts them in the game of like being able to like to, to be able to provide for their families and, right. and like de- decentralized finance. And it's a, it's a bet against inflation, which is going out of control Yeah, and it empowers the little guy really. Yeah. But yet now you got these like big whales, like Elon Musk going to war against it. And it's like, what are you doing? bro? Right. I, well, don't, I don't get it. I think it gets dangerous when a lot of these billionaires became celebrities. Because right. Like, it's like, Oh man, you know, now it's, because celebrities, no matter what, celebrities always have had like a, a limited time. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like, and it and it's all always kind of you know it's it's not. I mean, so 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 for somebody of to have potential power and also to embrace celebrity is 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 a little dangerous, I think, and because when you have the the potential to change financial markets with that voice with a tweet and it and it's really seductive like you know yeah. celebrity is seductive so those guys are like man i got you know i got billions of dollars like you know but you know i just i want to be recognized when i walk into the I room host that sound. <laughs> right. you know that's like yeah. what, you know that's what like really gets people pissed off like you know cats get mad when you know somebody from the nba goes you know you always wonder why like athletes used to get in fights at bars and stuff like that cats get jealous of that you know right it's like they love you know the thing is like they can they could have a pocket full of money and yeah. you know somebody comes in and gets notoriety it's just like so it's like these guys got a lot of money 
and and they made it kind of in a by by a lot of hedge funds we don't know really if what you made is making money i'm still waiting on that tunnel to happen bro mm -hmm. uh <laughs> well I, I will say this like because you know then you also have like this like okay and this is going to get me labeled a conspiracy theorist as if i'm not already labeled that but right. like you're but, definitely uh, a conspiracy the fbi <laughs> definitely has a file on <laughs> <laughs> if, oh, yeah. if they didn't a month ago they do now <laughs> but like i never i never believed like my got my guys come over and talk about you all the time <laughs> <laughs> you might be an agent man <laughs> why do you think he came on again he's got to assess out the water no but so uh so yeah i never thought elon was like some kind of like government shill until until recently like just because i don't get what he's doing with with uh it just seems like weird to go against something that to me helps people gain independence right and that makes me go like what's your play dude like you you need are you crashing the market to make more money in crypto yeah. like really you need more money like and also why would why would you take the um the overwhelming love homie had like two weeks ago across the board right. he was like a pretty popular guy except for the super woke hated yeah. him but aside from that he he had a lot of love and he just made like countless enemies that will never buy a tesla you know like so i just don't get yeah, i don't get the thinking behind it well you got all these people that were fans of elon musk i think you know i, I think what they've done over there is brilliant the stock has done really well oh, for yeah. people i haven't you know invested in it like i i think i you know got a little piece and then got out you know like right, it wasn't you. anything it felt like it would already miss the ship yeah and i don't you know i i think he's done some but I haven't studied him enough, but there are people that like look at him as like a god. You know, they look at right. him because there's like I think in this society there's just a lack of like spirituality going on. So that that said that, it, man. that money is is the power. And when you get in a situation where you're like hit with fame, fame will turn on you. Yeah, power and, like, corrupts. You think, you think you you got like, oh, I got this. I can walk into the spotlight and do this. Yeah. Nah, man, that spotlight does not. It shows all flaws. Oh yeah. And and <laughs> and oh, so yeah, you I go up. That. You know, you go up. <laughs> that's why it's amazing that you know. So it's, so it's all. It always has its limited time. So it's yeah. like, um, and so I think w w people are looking at him as like they they don't look at the stock or, or the fact that Tesla's making money or not making money or if it's but they're they're fans of elon so it's right. like it's it's like and then when when he says something good about dogecoin it goes up and i think it, it has a tendency to be somewhat dangerous i think he's aware of that but like people are looking at him like oh you're genius and genius and genius and it's like well you're going to mars but there's a lot of motherfucking problems right here yeah and and it it, it just kind of shows me that um there's 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 been a lot of these kind of modern day snake oil salesmen. Uh -huh. And I'm not saying Elon is one of them because I don't know enough about him. I think he's probably a hell of a lot of more genius of than than a lot of people. Yeah. Right, right. So I but I think there's minions of of that whole society in touch with that society where it's like that they're falling into that like super kind of never die mentality and super tech you know super 
diet, every every single thing that we all kind of look at. Uh, but there's a lot of these live things. Live forever type of yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of things that we're looking at. Like, oh, okay, oh, you know, you know, this one, this one guy that was like investing, I thought was great. I'm like, oh shit, this guy might be a swindler. So I think what, Michael Saylor. <laughs> you know, but, the, but the, it's it's happened forever. So I think right. it's like you know, usually, I mean, you know, it, it's interesting that that people that used to hold that pulpit were like Martin Luther King and and mm-hmm. and people like that that, and now, you know, there's other people that hold that pulpit. Right, but he was controversial as well. I mean, there was he, an FBI file on him too. He, you know, and yeah. so was Gandhi. Gandhi was controversial. But see, you know? like even imagine, like, imagine the the imagine that 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 how much Martin Luther King and Gandhi had that when they got the camera in their face, that they didn't turn, that they, they it didn't mm-hmm. it didn't you know, imagine having to do this with a price on your head if you're Martin Luther King. Here's or Gandhi. the big difference, and you said it right. like five minutes ago, which right. is. They're, they're lacking the spiritual connection, and that's what Martin Luther King and Gandhi had. They had that yeah. connection to the Most High or God or whatever you want to say. They had that was the center of their life. That was that was their North Star. Yeah. And when you have that, that's why like Nietzsche says, I, I can't ever like believe in a God that needs so much praise. Right. And I get that like on a superficial level why you would say that, but the praise is not for God. The praise is for you. Yeah. So you're angled in the right direction. Yep. And that's what you need and to like to carry yourself through the confusion chaos of this life. And so people that don't have that left to their own devices. <laughs> it's like next thing you know, they're painting vaccination saves across the statue of Jesus, you know? And they're really confused. <laughs> No, you're completely right. Right, I mean, you know. I wonder what 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 do you think contributes to that type thing in our society where we've lost or it, it lost the spiritual foundation. I think I straight up think it's Lucifer, man. But I ba- I frame every no, but I do. Right, okay. I I frame everything in Valid. that in that realm. Like right. to me, it's basic. I believe Jesus. Like okay, for me. Jesus is my savior. Right. So that's my North Star. That's yeah. that clears so much up for me. Not Mars. <laughs> it used to be Mars. <laughs> but that's when I was hanging out all all those shady bars. <laughs> Let's no, write a no. song. <laughs> it used to be Mars. You know. No, but and I and and I get how that like even saying Jesus is my savior is like a no, wacky yeah. thing for people to hear and everything, but I I I, I it's it's interesting that we're in this time right now where I feel like more and more, like everything going on in the world is making me, is rooting me in that belief system right. so much more. Right, right. So just like what we were saying, like you need the resistance, like like David needed Goliath. Right. Like what's going on in the world is pushing me in that direction harder because I used to be much more like, Oh, whatever. It's like Buddhist is cool and this, that, and the other. Like it was much more open minded, like so to speak. But now I've become much more. And it doesn't mean I'm judging anyone if they have a different belief system. It just means that I, like to me, this is what I'm finding is the truth and what's working for me. Right. But I think there's a problem that when you say Jesus is this and and, and there's 95% of the people will be shut off to that. Because right. of, of the fact that you said that, but what you're actually saying, if you listen to the words you're saying, right. if you like, whether you are religious 
yeah. or whatever. Well, like, you can't read about, know about what Christ was and be like, oh, yeah, that, you know, Joe's wrong. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, you right. know, it's not really, right. it's not anything that if you really look at, you know, there's people have interpreted what this is people have like i said earlier used jesus they've i, I have a line in one of my songs trading on jesus's name yeah people try to you know so it made that look bad it made religion look bad right, right. so so people like oh i don't i don't i don't want to talk about god i want to it's like you're not talking about god you're not talking about trying to push this on you not the right, wars nah. not the not the laws not the rules like just basically right. so i think you know there's nothing you know we were probably raised reading the bible just like somebody reads the quran i wasn't i was raised with no religion my and my parents have no religion they think i'm crazy right like my family thinks i'm nuts that i that i believe this way like this has just come from and 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 like the more i see things like a big statue of jesus with vaccination saves over it yeah I I see the devil's handiwork in that. Right. I I don't I like that and that pushes me further into this sort of sort of view. And then when I see the confusion of someone like like what we were talking about, like these billionaires with god sized holes, you know, right, right. And, and it's like and then you like and you factor in people like Martin Luther King who did have a relationship, and then the way they led their life, right. and you just look at the evidence of their life, yeah. You know, and it leads to kind of like a judgy vibe, I guess. But it's more just like like paying attention and seeing what works. Yeah, I mean, you know? I, I I think it's it's gotten a bad bad name because like I was asked to be saved before I knew what being saved was. So right. it's like I think it 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 kind of is brought on that where it's like okay, you know, if I talk to somebody who's like a a, a new a new kind of believer, right, that 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 belief is kind of like it's it's as if something like i love talking about the bible oh you do yeah i'll talk about the bible all day i've said you know oh, okay. i went to, i did a song called salvation and my uh engineer was like man how, how are you gonna write a song called salvation and not put jesus name in it and he said it kind of like behind the door and i was like wait you know and so we spent the whole day talking about the bible because i was like it just you know, you just completely fucked up the vibe. <laughs> I can't record this song right now. But like, right? Um, because I, you know, I talk. You know, and I love talking to biblical purists and and like, you know, let's mm-hmm. talk about Job. Let's talk about this. What, mm-hmm. what did he do? And then like people that have read that in eight different languages. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like one thing, and you get your own interpretation and read it and everything. But also just to get other people's perspectives on it. It's just like it's same with the Quran. Like, yeah. you know, my driver is, is Muslim. I, we talk about the Quran so it's like we'll talk about this and that you know he was telling me that the Gabriel I learned the Gabriel uh played you know Muhammad didn't read or write and Gabriel played um the Quran to Muhammad right and that's how he and 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 you know interpreted the Quran wow you know so yeah played he played it like Gabriel played it like a music thing? Yes. Wow. On the horn. That's a that's that's <laughs> that's beautiful. It's beautiful. That is just beautiful. Like it's right there. Yeah, that is you right know? there. That's right on. Yeah, I love that. Like, <laughs> and yeah, like personally, on a personal level, right? I believe like everyone has the right to believe whatever they want, and we're all equal, and I, yeah. and no one's higher than anyone else. To, no. Like to, based on their view. That's my personal 
Joe's belief, but exactly. what I'm seeing play out in life is making me go more towards this other thing. Right. Are you having a similar feeling about that kind of thing, or you know, or what do you think? Man, I you know I know there's a foundation for me as far as spirituality. I haven't mm -hmm. identified that yet. I respect okay. everybody's I like. Yeah. I, I respect exactly. everyone's thing. I was obviously you know christened and grew up in in and not. I mean, I had some pretty religious people in my family, um, but it wasn't like my immediate. You know, it wasn't like over church but you know like this society america is very christian so mm -hmm. um you know all those all those uh ideologies and you know religious kind of celebrations and and things are, are around that mm -hmm. you know so you kind of you know that's that's what you see but i i looked always for there there's there's just i i do always believe there was a higher power and i believe that higher power has has something good in store for us i hope so man. yeah please <laughs> yeah i think i think we just have to like put in the work right now it's like this is what we're there we're here to put in the work it's like you know we might not get what we think is our you know salvation on earth but i think we will actually you know see that i think all of us do eventually do you think there's a spirit war going on right now I, yeah, I think there's been one for a long time. I think that, right. you know, I think it's, it's, and I don't know what it is because, like, sometimes I'm like, I can't see how somebody else thinks. And yeah. I think people really, really, really think completely different. And I think there is something to that. Like, it, it and there's no, you know, and we all have different vibes mm -hmm. and different, you know, but I think there's a, there's a war. This leads directly to like last time we had a podcast and we walked back to the East Village yeah. together. And then, and it was a great podcast. It yeah. was, went pretty long. <laughs> Two hours, 19 minutes. Ah, good memory. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, but then on the way back, like halfway back to the East Village, you were like, oh yeah, we didn't even talk about the, M next time we'll have to talk about MPD stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, damn i yeah. forgot like it completely slipped my mind because right that's a subject i've like studied a lot on and yeah. i and you and i have vibed with that subject a little bit too or talked about that subject a little bit yeah. and so yeah. that and the fact that you were willing to talk about that on this pot on the podcast right so but like it goes with this whole thing of the spirit war and like you don't know where other people are coming yeah. from and stuff because mpd directly like what we're talking about is narcissistic personality disorder and right. and all the and and the different motivations people have towards personal relationships and stuff like that which also leads to like maybe sort of spirit war stuff too right so what have you found about it as far as when you say you did some research what brought you to the research well initially i um it was a really toxic relationship. And then, you know, you start Googling things right. like, what, you know. Why does this happen? <laughs> why am I insane right now, basically? Why did she leave my guitar outside <laughs> yeah. in the swimming pool? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True story. True yeah. story. Should I leave? Yeah. <laughs> why isn't she talking to me at all anymore? And then all of a sudden There's she's nice. Million. <laughs> why is somebody saying something that didn't happen and right. like saying it did happen? You know, yeah. things like, you know, gaslighting, this, that, the other. 
So I, di- I discovered, this was about five years, five, six years ago, I discovered the fact that there was this thing called MPD, Narcissistic Personality Disorder, and not narcissism in terms of like, hey, I'm Joe, I got this really killer song, right. and I want people to love this song, and hey, love me yeah. too. That's a, that's a form of narcissism, but that's healthy yeah. narcissism. Right, right. That's a, good, that's a good engine for human beings to make stuff and do stuff and get out there in the world. And, and, and if that runs amok, that can lead to weird, destructive stuff too. But right. in balance, that's a good thing. What we're talking about is narcissistic personality disorder where people actively are trying to get negative responses and reactions and kind of drive drive people insane and 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 they're feeding off of the destructive energy of others like so it goes it goes and narcissism means a wide expanse just like the word god means so many different things to so many different people and right. it, it all fits in that so i was confronted with the sort of darker aspect of mpd which also is e- which is also evil like in a way yeah. so it goes into that spirit realm thing and I studied it, and I saw aspects of it. And if you're vulnerable to it, if you were raised in it, you will manifest relationships that repeat it. And also, all of your personal relationships will be sort of like infected with it. Right. And when you first wake up to that awareness, it can be like a devastating realization that that takes years and years to recover from. And and yeah. that's what happened to me. Right. So that's my my inroad now. Now, well, that's another thing, and not to cut you off. No, no, cut me off. Go, I didn't go, want, go. I didn't want you to go leave Too from far. what you just said. Yeah, yeah. I just I, I want to ask one question about okay. that. That kind of like tripped me out when I was reading about it as well. Right. It like puts you in as if you were raised in that. Like it kind of made me feel like, um, the people that were raised for raised in that were kind of. St- stuck in that in that you know yeah. it's like one of the like you know reading you know the the tom green stuff like the power of, of personality 48 laws of person not the guy uh, that did the laws of power yeah yeah yeah. And he did robert the, green yeah tom did, green is yeah, like yeah. The, like the, robert green. the moose is on my butt the moose right, is right. <laughs> like robert green yeah. and and then the one he did about the personality it's like god damn i, I guess i'm fucked like you right. know like you know yeah. like as far as is that concerned and and that that was kind of like one thing that i don't agree with some of some of the well, I, I'm just questioning is like if you're kind of like there, they're like, oh, you're 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 kind of screwed. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Yeah, good. I don't agree with that. <laughs> and and actually, my my uh, my take on MPD is evolving. Right. And I think that too much awareness of it and too much focusing on it can lead to a negative result as well. Yeah. Like there's an aspect of you that needs to protect yourself from people's shenanigans like gaslighting or like uh or you know or crazy making behavior you need to know these behaviors exist and you need to be able to defend yourself from them but what i found what my first realization with it brought me to a period of years of total isolation and that was not healthy either right right but it was a necessary step for me to go through (laughs) to like get to this place of of internal strength where i could then re-engage with relationships that I that were formerly really destructive to me like right. you know with my family with my with my folks just yeah. to be frank about it because yeah. I'm I'm in a period with them right now that's just 
beautiful. Great. Like, great. It's, it's amazing. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love them so much. Yeah, yeah. But it's because I'm approaching it from this empowered place. Yep. Like, if I wasn't, I think it could be a destructive relationship. Completely. To me as well. Completely. Like, and, that's a, and, and I'm not trying to accuse them of something, you know, even though formally I would have accused them yeah. of something. Yeah. But, but people are, I think in general, people are doing the best they can. I think some people are evil. I think there is evil, obviously, out there. And I think people can get overtaken by evil spirits. Right. Unconsciously sometimes. Yeah. So I don't know, but it's interesting. What do you think of that? I I I think you you said one thing about how you approached how you approached the relationship with a with with a place of uh, what was it confidence or or uh, just or, internal strength or like w- w- yeah the awareness of all this yeah, stuff and, and and you're not coming or, with this need right in right a way. yeah I think, individuation is what you yeah it. you know and I think that's that's just being able to feel your own foundation and be strong about your own foundation and not have others to have to to validate it right and and i think that's like that's an amazing thing that we can all take on to everything we do because we're so just we're like you know (laughs) we're in that whole validation thing and and we're Mm -hmm. you know um it marks our whole society with the instagram and all that like we're constantly seeking validation and you know, I I think people are put in situations where they do, they have to do, or they feel like they have to do bad things. I don't think they inherently do them, but I I, I do think there are some powers out there. I don't even like to speak on them because it's like you know, there's there's Rally certain rating. things that like oh like what was like what was like Jay Edgar Hoover really thinking like when he was tapping these people's phones, like this guy was spreading love. This guy was spreading peace. Mm -hmm. This guy was spread, you know, obviously, you know, if you're saying there's gotta be a yin and a yang and Mm -hmm. like that brought to that, but I'm just like wondering really, you know, how, you know, what, what motivates that? Like what was, what, you know, and you look at the motivation behind that and and when you look at our history having this npd like the people in power there was like a lot of cats like that Mm -hmm. you know like that were doing a lot of weird weird crazy shit and it's like what is that is that human is it like do you not seeing the same shit i'm seeing it's demonic yeah well i don't i don't even know like i just it's it, it well, it's part of the play that we, right. we, you know, you need you need darkness to see the light. Yeah. You know, if it's just all light and bright, and then we'd be in heaven or yeah. whatever, and that's why. Yeah, because you need you need this challenges. Place, this place isn't that. You need challenges. Clear, clearly. Yeah. This place is a play of both light and dark forces. Yeah. Obviously. And nobody nobody cares about your shit as much as you do. So it's like <laughs> yeah. it's like if somebody has a vision, they're like, okay, well, I, you know, I know you guys want. Um, equality or whatever if they don't if that you know if that's somebody that that doesn't even think that that's important for them and they're in the power to do it they're not going to see that Mm -hmm. you know what was that evil yeah i mean what was your relationship with the mpd discovery how did that happen for you i was just i was reading about it because in the same situation like what's going on what are you know some of these situations you know am i a fucking narcissist uh-huh. I guess essentially trying to read about this shit, like, okay, what, you know, 
situation on my end because I'm a musician and it like already touches to like people that want to be out there and, 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 and kind of have to have, have their own, you know, driven by their, their frailties kind of thing or their faults or their traumas or whatever that's going on. And so, you know, certain relationships that had, had been kind of, you know, trying to, you know, knowing the importance of having relationships and then, and then, and then not just personal, but business relationships mm -hmm. that have kind of chosen and all that kind of thing. And the, just realizing some of the people you're around are trying to, you know, are, are meant to heal your past and all that kind of stuff. So it's like mm -hmm. just kind of studying this shit. Right. You know, being in a situation where like just certain personal situations are like, what is this? I can't, I can't figure this out. Like no matter what I do, I can't please this person. Double bind, <laughs> double binds and stuff like that. And then, and then like, um, you know, looking at my own motivation toward pleasing, you know, like what is my motivation toward pleasing somebody? Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like all the, all these things has brought me into even thinking what is the reason that we're doing what we're doing, mm. you know? And did you come with any conclusions? Uh, I mean, I just came that things that motivate you kind of can't take you to the higher level sometimes. So it's just like that's I think it's all everything we're going through is just about personal growth. I think that, mm -hmm. that that's like trying to figure that out. And it's like music is a tool for that. And yeah. and it's like um, I do feel like there's a lot of um, things I'm uneasy about you know this profession because you're surrounded by a lot of people that 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 like like i say like most of the artists are you know that we love like it didn't end well for them <laughs> yeah. so it's like i'm trying to really be right now just be like all right cool you know yeah i i it i feel like there's something to do with being like shutting down your own expression can be really dangerous to your health yeah completely and I feel like we're living in a time where we're, people are being encouraged to shut down their expression like never before. You can't have a real authentic expression. You can't? I mean, it's hard. It's hard. It's like, it's like I think it's, it's, stuff is shared. Yeah. You know? It took, it took like Black Lives Matter for like white people to start saying anything. What do you mean? Like in general. Like it's the first time that like oh you know we're making mm. we're gonna make a racial policy at our at our it 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 Chrysler about this mm. you know or if you're like even a tech startup here we don't believe this we're aligned with this is like it like takes that for some something to have so, such a basic you know that's a basic fabric you know in our society so it's like mm -hmm. I think that you know artists suffered because we're not allowed to kind of be politically incorrect anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so I've gone off the deep end with that. Yeah. I just kind of, you know, just been expressing myself just for the hell of it, just to see, because, <laughs> well, that's what we do. Yeah. I, I just, it, it, and honestly, like the results, I think externally are probably not good. <laughs> <laughs>
but it, but <laughs> but no, on but the, the surface. Hey, we got we like. got Robin over here. We got to <laughs> yeah. hear from Robin today. What's yeah. wrong, Robin? We haven't heard from you. I'm listening. Speak up. You can't just sit there, Robin. Yeah, you're just you're just sitting there. <laughs> no, but internally, it's like it's 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 awesome. I was watching this documentary with about Arthur Rimbaud. You know who Arthur Rimbaud no. is? He's a French poet. It was like wrote his best poetry when he was like 17 or 18 years old. He oh wrote, my God. He wrote Season in Hell. Uh, 1800s, late 1800s. Yeah, yeah. And uh, um, and he never wrote again after 20 years old. He like put out the, this book, Season in Hell, which is like widely considered like one of the greatest poetry books ever written. And, and it was written by a kid who, who never wrote again because it was like basically ignored in his time, you know? And uh, and I'm just like thinking, man, like that's just that's just it. It's like wanting that external validation is what destroyed him. Whereas like Andy Warhol, fucking excuse my French, Andy Warhol just didn't care. Like he, I mean, he got brutalized when he first made his art shows. Like the <laughs> critics hated him, right. and he came up with that thing. Like when you, you know make stuff and while everyone's talking about how bad it is make more stuff and he just was had this like punk rock coldness right that i think is so much stronger in this world as a creator just to have that punk rock coldness of andy warhol rather than the broken heart of arthur Rimbaud, who like went and just went bananas after he that one book got rejected it's yeah. almost like laugh at the rejection you know yeah i mean you have to yeah. It's like that's 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 the thing. It's like if 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 you have I mean, this shit is part of it is is failure, man. Right. Like that's there's no vindication without a ton of that shit. Right. It's like I'd rather have the vindication. I'll wait on all that other bullshit to go to have that vindication. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you had a similar thing happen with what what he made me think was your first album got scrapped and they called you and said we gotta let you go that was like rejection right there and yeah right from the built, built on i made better better songs yeah like that i mean i saw so many people like there was a lot of people during the time getting signed and doing records that never came out and just never did it anymore but how did he deal right. with that rejection how long did it take you to like yeah, what, what gave you the strength Where'd you get that strength? My perseverance is like on the next fucking level, man. I like, got that too, man. Me and you would relate yeah, on that. I can't, Always it was like that? I can't like... There's a lot of fucked up like like things that I'm not great at. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not a fucking fast runner. <laughs> <laughs> I like I'm not a fast reader. I'm probably pretty I'm slow in general. Too so far. Uh, you You're know, not slow in general, there's bro. Not, there's you... not, there's, there's a, but like that, you know, I'm not a great guitar player. I'm not. You got even feel a, for days though, yeah, dude. We I, were talking about with yeah. some guitar player, like I forget who, but like. When uh, Garrett was here last week. Who? Garrett. G Love. Oh, oh with G Love. Yeah, G he Love brought like, brought you up yeah. in Cope terms does of that. So much. Like with Cope, just, one just like a, play one note. Yeah, because I can only play that one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I do a lot with it. But it 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 it's just it's just a thing. But like that perseverance, man. It's like I think that's just on a next fucking level. Like you know. It's unfortunate, like when people are like, oh, this motherfucker's at the door again. You know, like he's not gonna give up. 
you know. Yeah, Pete, you're very loved, though. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, where do you get that perseverance? And by the way, shout out, G-Love. Sorry, I shout forgot. That it was up, G? You, Garrett? That up, was Garrett? a great <laughs> podcast. He's a cool dude. Yeah. Coming yeah. out this Friday. Yeah, so, um, but what, where where did you get that perseverance? Did you get that from, like, what was, like, your home life like? Is that where you think you got that from? I don't know where I got it. I think I was just, like, it, 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 there was some, you know, it was, like, there was some times, it was, like, some very, really honest discussions um, when I was young with my mother. Mm-hmm. That would probably ruin most relationships and be told psychologically that, and it went through a really tough thing. But it was like basically you're gonna have to do your own shit. Like what was that, or do you not want to go just, too just far? Just basically into it? be, you know, you're not gonna have this. You're not, you know, your father's not gonna be around. Mm-hmm. I don't care what he says. Oh, okay. Not gonna be there. I have this relation. I I got married. I you know I'm gonna have these children and. You have to, you're not going to have, you know, you're not that smart, so you're not going to fucking college, and you're going to have to make a living for yourself mm-hmm. and learn how to do it. And she told me that at a very young age. Wow. Uh, but I also saw my grand, my great uncle, who was a uh, farmer, West Texas, rural kind of guy, and he lost his hand in a, in a, in a cotton gin. Right. And that he was trying to start. And went to the farm every day until the day he died, you mm-hmm. know, with one hand and, and like did physical work. So it's like that was a huge, huge, like he was a huge influence on me. But it's just mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know. I think it, the, being raised in D.C., um, just going through the public school system there and like being like, okay, seeing how much red tape was surrounded, even just trying to get a license in that town, mm. that it was like, all right, you had to kind of like, to get anything done, you had to do like 10 things. And so, um, you know, so it was like, all right, well, when I got to New York, it was like, okay, things can, act, things can actually kind of work here if, you know, all these things that you kind of put together and you and you hustle and uh, you know I, I started buying and selling tickets and realizing you know it was just about all right like, I remember that yeah it was life. just about like you know doing this and that and and um yeah so it's it just I don't know where it comes from I just think it's a next level shit like yeah. that that's one thing I can say about like like confidently that I have like some perseverance it's like on some different if the struggles don't destroy, I mean, it's like the cliche: if doesn't whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But it's like you know, it's really true though. If yeah. you if, if if like somehow you don't like some, I don't know what it is in me either. But there's just like I think honestly, I really like think it's just this honoring of life, like knowing how important and how big of a gift this is to not take it for granted, because then. There's there's like the the impetus for for you to keep going no matter what because yeah. you understand that this is a huge gift. Whereas I think some people just don't respect it as that, and yeah. so that it's easy for them to go, oh, this is a little challenging, so I'm just blowing this whole thing off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it's like, a huge gift, and it's also like, like you know, like the you know, with that gift and that you know, you have this privilege, and there's a responsibility to, to that. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just like to kind of just. Hey man, you know, got it out this, and I got this, you know, opportunity, and I got born here, and I got, you know, a roof over my head, and 
Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> so I think I, I mean, there's people that, that kind of like just, you know, it's easy to take the easy way out. You know, it's like mm-hmm. the hard, the hard, the hard challenge is tough. And it's probably, you know, going to lead to the same place. You know, spiritually, you'll be one day like, you know what? I just want to go out and tend to my garden. <laughs> right. You you know? you're, you're like, I've already, place, I've man. already, I've already fought enough battles. And then you're good. Like some people have that when they're 22 and God bless them. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess, but it sounds like your mother is is the catalyst because she lifted the veil and told you life's not this dream. You're gonna have yeah, to. Yeah, she wasn't like one of these people. Like she, she wasn't truth. like you can do anything you want. She yeah. was not like that. She was like, you don't test well. You don't do da da da. You don't do this. You don't. You know. You already have this. Have a kid. And um. By the way, you know, <laughs> so it, yeah. And by was, the way, what? Get your hopes up. <laughs> yeah, it was like you know, if you don't have, she was very by the books. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go to college and da, da 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 da, and then like these other kids, you know, they go there and they have this or whatever, and then and and it's it. I think she was a young mother and also very scared that I would probably be kind of take the path my father took, which was kind of like just irresponsibility. Mm. Um, and, you know, uh, not being able to send child support. So I was always like, you know, I knew if the child support came, (laughs) (laughs) you know, Mm. if I knew it didn't, if it hadn't come for three years, I knew, you know, know, so what's your relationship with her like now? It's good. Like we, you know, we're never like, it's always, it's. You know, she's not like a real happy-handed person. She's a sweep. She's just a young. She was a young mother. She's changed a lot, but mm-hmm. it's like she's never been kind of like you know. It's still like, you know, we're not gonna sit there and have like an hour conversation. Mm. But but we have like, it's like I think it's come around like oh, you know, I had a conversation with her because it was like a, a lot of the things you do as a parent aren't gonna make your your relationship with your child better and if you sacrifice that relationship somewhat for them to get farther in life you know there is there is value to that because i think a lot of times people just want to be there for bro yeah and just be there for them support them and not let them grow and i think for me to be able to grow there were certain parts of our relationship that 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 were that were tested she but had to give like, you some hard truth. When I look back at it, it's and she looks back at it, you know, she's like, I wish I wasn't as mean about certain things. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm glad you this happened because I'm not in a you know, mm-hmm. on a fucking, you know, hmm. doing my thing. But at the same time, there were actual real, you know, there were, you know, it wasn't like a foundational thing of like, you know, we're here for you. You know, it's just like it was more like Go get it. Well, it's true too because this is the world we live in. Yeah. This is not like a. This is not a warm and fuzzy. I mean, it's got warm and fuzzy moments, and yeah. you should relish those yeah. and lean into those yeah. And, yeah. and and try to get as many of those as you can without yeah. sacrificing your real soul. But yeah, like so, I, I get what you're saying. Like, I think she has a vibe of like this is really doggy dog. Yeah, and I think you know under her veil of like pleasantry which you know she's from the south so she has mm-hmm. very pleasant and 
you know, kind and smiles and looks you in the eye and manners and can read and write and, and grammar and all this kind of stuff. And, yeah. and it probably would have been, you know, a great newscaster or, or something like that or been in, in some kind of thing. But she had children really early and, and also was didn't see herself as, you know, women didn't see themselves as professionals at, at that time. Yeah. So I think I think that probably brought her to the, her own feeling like, oh, I had this, I could have done this, and like I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna push him whichever way I can. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, it like worked, but it, it like definitely worked. It didn't it? It's like you know, <laughs> <laughs> she must love. She must be proud as hell of you. Well, I don't know if that's the way. You know, it's like that. It's not. Maybe not. I don't know. I. I would be if you were my kid. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 like, I think, look at him go. I think, I think, I think it's. <laughs> it doesn't come up in conversations, mom. Did you see what I did? Or uh, no, I mean that goes back to what Joseph was saying. You know, it's like that. The, the whole thing is like you have to get your own. You yeah. Know, vindicate. I'm vindicated. I feel great. Right. You know, I don't care what this and that and that person. It's like you know. Yeah. You know, it's like I, I think. You don't need her approval anymore. Or anyone's. Right. You know, I think it's more like right now, it's like if, if, of course, like, I'm sure she feels good, like, if her, you know, friends call and be like, oh, you know, but she's, she's been very, very, you know, she's like, people ask, like, what did you do? And, you know, it's like, I did nothing. Right. Told her the truth. She's like, yeah. So it's like, yeah. It, and, and so it benefited me, whether it benefited the relationship. Right is is i think it has in the long term but i think i think you know i gotta you know despite you know what differences we had i gotta be like yo that was probably the best move for me personally how old were you when you had that personal strength of like that individual like you're vindicating yourself you don't need others vindication because that's something i'm developing as i go i feel late in life but I feel like maybe for you that was came earlier, but I don't know. Well, no, I think I think that's what we always struggle with. I oh, mean, okay. it's always you know it's still like you know it's still, still a challenge. Yeah, I mean, you know, what do you you feel like? Okay, maybe this music could have gotten to more people, or this could have done better. Right. So I mean, I don't think there's ever, or you still want to play a song and have have you know your significant other be like oh that's nice you know like you know (laughs) whatever it is you know or like if you're out there on the back of the porch Mm -hmm. and you're playing something and the bird chirps and you're like hey the bird likes that song (laughs) (laughs) you know like that's how i could tell i had something if i like the bird started chirping a little bit more like when i was out you know outside or something Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh i think i think i think um that's something we all just develop and i think it's like probably really not that important but i i think to answer your question probably late 20s when i started really being like oh this is something authentic musically this Mm -hmm. is like there's some some kind of uh alchemy going on Mm -hmm. and then i was like all right you know made a record that i felt like okay this feels good Mm -hmm. this song feels good i recorded it the recording feels good i was like oh and then you know so there's been tons of like moments of that and but but it's built on stuff that is 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 tough to like 
to measure, you know, right. everything. Yeah. And what about being a father? Was that like when, when that first happened, was that something that was like nerve wracking to you? Or was that like something that you were super excited about or all of the above? Uh, yeah, I was I was always not really I, I was kind of like not going to have children because of kind of what I didn't want to put, you know, somebody else through this craziness. Right. Um, and also not be around at the same time, possibly put another child, you know, through, you know, a broken situation. Right. And, and having to play those different favorites and, and this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. and, uh, so, uh, gotta give my hat, hats out to Alice who kind of forced the hand and it's been the best thing. It has. I mean, it's been beautiful. Like, come on. Yeah. You don't get love like that. Right. Like you can't get love like that in front of a million like sold out concert. Right. In front of fucking Yankee stadium. Like it's your like yeah. child how your child looks at you or asks you or just says daddy. Yeah. Like that's just crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And then they hate you. <laughs> <laughs> You're not there in a few more then, years. Then, yeah. then they no, they don't hate you. They're just ready to be unsupervised. Right. Yeah. So Yeah. You just you're just along for the ride and you learn a lot, man. Yeah, it's wild. You, you get, it, it, the it's child, like the most selfish thing you can do, I say. What have a kid? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. It's complete <laughs> like you take yourself out of it, you know, it's like definitely like inspiring, but it's just it, you know, they look like you, they you know Yeah. You can use all your ego to to, to <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting because, yeah, it's like, you know, it's about to happen for me, which is wild. It's okay. amazing, man. It's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. I, it's it's uh, it's entirely unexpected in a way, and it, but it's been, it's going to happen soon, and it's already been such an enormous growing growth thing and evolution yeah. and just like the whole, just leading up to the child, you know? Yeah, and circle like, of life, man. It's beautiful. It's funny what you said about the bird responding to the song because yeah. yesterday the uh, baby's mama was in the studio with me and I was singing. We were like, uh, you know, playing the new album or this new project uh, loud in the studio and the baby was kicking and then I was like singing uh, into the, into the so stomach cool. like... You know, just like, and waiting for the response too, like just constantly waiting for the response. Like, come on, what do you don't like this song? Yeah. Like, like, you're like, you know, take it off the record. Baby <laughs> like, you know, like, doesn't approve. You know, that's a, you know, where we're talking about this vindication that we have. Record. You know, yeah, it's like it starts early, right? You know, you know, you're yeah. still like, okay, you didn't, keep, you know, yeah, it'll be like twelve. It should be 12, you know, you, you never appreciate it. You didn't even kick when I, when I played yeah, that yeah, song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting because it is, it's just like, you know, back in the day, it'd be like thinking about like, oh, putting a record out, going on tour, this is the most exciting thing ever. But now, the, the definitely by far the most exciting thing in my life is waiting for this little girl to arrive. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what could just, be better? It's like, I'm so excited. Yeah. And I'm glad it's going to be a daughter. Yeah. That feels easier. Take her out to eat a lot. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. 
I'm gonna need advice. I'm gonna be calling you. That's out. the only thing I can tell you. What? Take her out to eat a lot. Yeah. Why? Because then they get used to eating in a restaurant. Uh huh. And then it's like a bonding thing. Yeah. And then like you can have like by yourself can have that time and then like figure it out yourself. Mm-hmm. It, you know you you know the because really the baby's mom is like that's that's. That's that's the joint, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, uh, and 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 so it's good to have that like time and and to kind of get, you know, kind of see when when when's a good time like to take her and how long and get out, you know? Yeah. Because there's nothing worse than like not being able to take your child out to eat. Cause yeah. They they're not used to it. Right. Yeah. So, that's, that's the only hack I got. <laughs> that's good. But you like but I like cooking and I know you like cooking. You're yeah. a foodie. Yeah, I mean I'm not I'm not saying every night. I'm just yeah. saying just here and there. You know, like just, yeah. just trust me out. on that one. I will. That's a good one. Yeah. It's not just about <laughs> being able to take her out to eat. It's just like just really teaching you how to mm -hmm. have in a public environment. I see. Yeah. And and really good bonding. Yeah. What? How did have? How did becoming a father change your music, or your approach to music, or your writing, or your approach to everything in life? Or did it change, or did it just evolve, kind of? Or what was that like? I don't know. I think everything in life just you know is a songwriter. Everything you do is is part of your life. So it's yeah, just like that's. I don't know how it did. I, you know, probably. maybe certain things i would say in 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 a song or kind of in a in a video scenario i wouldn't necessarily do mm -hmm. right now i see what you're saying like because you know i wanted to do, like i was recently thinking about like doing a, a the song with like in an opium den <laughs> for a video yeah and yeah. then i was like that's something i could do probably before i was a father you know right i, mean, I can't and i've never been to an opium den but i was like and I, i'm not but it sounds fun yeah be watching like just videos. the idea of, of, of an opium den is it for the new album no i'm not doing any videos no because this is like an acoustic yeah it's just an acoustic album i wanted to do it it is what it is. Somebody called me and it's like it's too depressing. I'm like, really? That's beautiful. Thank you. Where did you where'd you record it? Some at my house, some, some at, at the studio. Right. Yeah. Who who called you up with that kind of bullshit? Excuse me. Oh. Sorry <laughs> 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 right. to all our you know, like, <laughs> anyway, that's that's gonna push you towards yeah, the next yeah, thing anyway, yeah, isn't it? So, so it's, it's good. It's all that. Yeah. yeah. It's all good. They're wrong. But what you do know, you think about that? What do you think? Do you think people are going to want to be playing shows anymore? Like, yeah, I mean, listen, how was it at City? Like, you're doing City Winery right now, five right? Nights. Five nights. Six right? nights. Six, Six nights. Nights. Yeah, they yeah. added because yeah. you're popular, man. But so, like, I, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying in terms of, like, touring is, like, you know, another another thing. Like, I think that's going to get factored down in the mix to a degree. But, I mean, people are always going to want to go to shows. Why You don't think so? I think people are going to want to, I mean, I, I, I just think, I think everyone's excited. Like, Hey, you know, do, do this. Like now we're kind of like coming in and doing these venues a favor by beta, beta testing this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm just like, man, this shit is not a vibe. 
Mm. You know, it's not I know like what you're saying, it's not why I came yeah. in to do it. You yeah. know, it's like what you mean, just like the limited capacity, the that? limited yeah. capacity, the like, because you play a show, you're trying to fucking reach, you know, the universe, mm-hmm. like, and then it's like, just like people are just not used to being out, and it's like we're kind of coming in and testing this, and like mm-hmm. the staff hasn't been in the the production, like mm-hmm. everyone's lost everybody. It's I I lost scratch. people. Yeah. You know, it's like a, a barbecue pit. They, the reason they don't take the coals out, they, they they'll keep the coals in there for friggin' twenty years. It's like mm-hmm. you know, it's like this shit got shut down. Like, mm-hmm. You know, it's like the recording All new coals. So you it, might feel different. Your last show, I think, is going to be a higher capacity, and the room will feel a lot fuller. I don't it, know if it's yeah, it's it or not. it's not. I I don't know. I I I. I'm not going to be torn as much. Everyone's like, oh, you know, you know, I went, you know, I'm going to be so excited. You show it's just like, man, I don't like, I realized like, damn, I did all that shit to be in Allentown, Pennsylvania. It's like, or whatever, like love to Allentown. But like, you know, yeah. it's like, I did a lot to get to those places. And then you just see the industry around you just, they're the ones that made the money and then your friends and your peers are you know broken families broken homes mm-hmm. drug addictions early deaths mm-hmm. again you know it's yeah. like it's like you know and then and then the one or two people that actually are stadium acts they ain't saying shit yeah musically I feel it's like you. how could you be in a stadium and be fucking a star since you were 22 mm-hmm and be Mr. Nice Guy, and everybody loves you, and not say a fucking thing on a record in twenty fucking years, man. Mm-hmm. That's just not a fun crowd to be in, man. You know, right. like I want to be part of some shit that, you know, means something, says something. I think a lot of the like really dope artists like quietly walk behind this, like without saying anything, but but like being like, I'm out of this shit. They're phoning it in. Yeah, no, like fucking like Andre three thousand, like he's not fucking doing music, like. Like, D'Angelo, like, you know, Tom York. They're like, fuck, man, there's nobody in there to push me. Lauren Hill, like, you know, it's like, they're not, you know, there's not enough people saying anything, so it's not even a fun thing to do. It's like you're chasing after, and I think there's some great music and some great energy and in, in fucking exactly what the society is right now. But some of these cats that have been in it for a long time, like not to go after they're like, all right, let me do my modus operandi. Like, you know, it's not going to be pop culture, but it's going to be fucking, you know, it's going to be my okay computer. Right. right. Yeah. Like, go for it, man. Just, just do it. Like, you know. Like, yeah, but like, 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 I mean, what were you saying? Well, just that I don't know. Like, it depends. I feel like there's always going to be great artists that are going to emerge, though. I think there's going to be tons. I mean, there yeah. still are. Yeah. I mean, there's amazing. Like right now, what's happening with trap? That's what's happening in the world. Right. Like that's really reality. That's like that's with completely trap. valid. These kids are feeling this way. Mm-hmm. They put on fucking you know, or whatever the really convenient when they were kids. Told it you know da da da, da and then now now they're addicted to the Adderall shit. You know, it's like putting on the you know. Or, or talking about that addiction or like talking about shit that's going on and reality and what, you know, that's completely the energy of what's going on and completely valid. It's, it's Adderall transhumanism. 
Like it's like uh, you know, it's just the whole like the deflation of of the spirit in in humans. I mean, and when I'm saying transhumanism, I mean like incorporating computers into humans. I'm right. Not, I'm not talking about trans people. Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> You know, relax. Yeah, yeah, you're about to get shot up again. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. They know where you live now, Joseph. They know you're running across the bridge. I love the, the trans community, okay? God bless. You're but, running across the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> Seven o'clock every morning. <laughs> I know where he is. You know I, where he is. I know. I've thought about that, too. It's like, I just, I give it away. It's like, just come see me then if you need to. But, like, yes. <laughs> you know, like, but, uh, but, you know, yeah, it's like, I honestly, it, it's like it goes back to, to me. It goes back to that. It goes back to this. Like, it goes back to like, what spirit are you investing in? Like the dark or the light? And there's maybe to me not enough of that light. And there's more of that sort of the 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 cold is what's getting celebrated. It's or, chaos. Or, or yeah, or just the fear and the like the the things that go away from empathy. You know, yeah. and I mean, there's even like talk about all this stuff, like kind of attacking uh, human humanity's empathy and right. humanity's connection to God, you know. And it's like to me that that is also like the pulse of what I love most about music and, and art is the stuff that touches my spirit in that place. Yeah, because I mean, the music fixes itself. Mm -hmm. The music will fix it like the artist will fix like all these answers will come through the music mm -hmm. so it's like that's just what's going on mm. and then like that'll blossom into something that's that's that turns that trans oh transhumanism <laughs> which means you know putting computers into people or like ro robotics which is like not conspiratorial that is what is in development yeah right that's now. in it's development in, that's in development yeah so. and, it, and 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 so yeah so it's just, yeah. I'm not trying to get you canceled. AI. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm already canceled. They already came. They already made that nah. visit. You're beloved. The uh, you're beloved. The feds already made that visit a while ago. Uh, oh really? <laughs> I'm joking. Joking. So so, but what? But musically, you're gonna keep making records, though. You might not tour. No, as I, much. I think I'll make records. I think that like, I just want to do what I. You know, I'm inspired by the yeah. adventure, the fun. That's why I got into this shit. It's yeah, like, that shit's hard. Let's go for that. Right. They say it's impossible to get a fucking record, uh, make a, a song in a studio. Let's do that. Let me let me get this money together and go out and fucking cut this song or like mm -hmm. try to get this show or you know, there's like these little levels of things that are exciting and stuff like that. And it just got like the, all those people in there and just like the people around it are just so boring. Like, I don't want to sit like with a bunch of fucking, you know, like, and, and the fact is the big secret is Joe is the artist and the industry. Mm -hmm. The industry is the agents, the promoters, the managers. That's the business. Mm -hmm. Artists aren't part of that. They're mm -hmm. like, we don't want to fuck with artists. Right. That's sad. Yeah. Like, I'll call up and say, hey, can you guys take this? Can you guys do this? They never want to do with me in business on on some real shit. But what they want me to fill their club? Right. Oh, yeah, Clarence. Da, 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 da. Uh, oh, I'm going to charge your fans more money. I'm going to put more. I'm going to bring the price of my drinks up because they know they drink. Yeah. Da, 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 da. I want a piece of this. Da, 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 da. 
And, it, you know, okay, he's not going to be around for five years, but I'm like one of the few people that I'm still around here 20 years. So yeah, it's like I've seen what the fuck you've been doing. So it's like, it's like I, I you know, when people steal from you mm-hmm. and they know you, they, they know you know they stole from you, mm-hmm. that's when they don't like you. That's when they're like, oh, Clarence, da, 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 he's a, you know, he runs a tough bargain. Da, da, da. It's just I know what they're fucking doing. Mm-hmm. It's not, I'm not smart anyone. I've just been around it for at the same level. Mm-hmm. And and it's like it's like, you know, a lot of artists that that came into that and and kept growing up and getting bigger and bigger. They're in that industry and they're and they're feeding that, and it's great. Yeah. But it's like you gotta shift the power dynamic as to who really. Yeah, like you guys, you know, it's like no it's like we did a shitty job. Like yeah. like seriously, but like the all these people, is a like we did it to change it all. Because there was a stop, there was a hard stop, and now before restarting, you could pull out and say, I'm not playing this game anymore. Bro, they just took and sold everybody's content to all these fucking internet stations, and no artist was at the table. Like, cats are like, oh, it's whatever, yeah. You know, it's like, it's just stupid. Like, I don't even want to be around cats like that. Like, if they're that, like, not, they don't give a fuck that much, it's like, oh, I'll just sell my publishing and... You know, make my check as I am I'm a good. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck, you know, Rita Franklin. Let, not, don't worry about anybody else before you. Like, that's why athletes are, like, doing it now. And, uh, you know. Let me say this, though. I, and, and what you're saying is important, and it does need to change. And, and we, and I don't think it can change. That's why I was like, I don't really care anymore. It's like, because okay, you guys but like. Here's the these. dangerous part. Here's yeah. the, this is what I want to talk to you about yeah. a little bit right, right now. Is that that right there? Because right. that's to me, reflects Arthur Rimbaud putting out a season in hell and them not paying attention and then him going nuts and then wandering around Europe until finally he became an arms dealer with a mattress full of money and and died before he turned 40. Yeah. Or you have Andy Warhol, who just has this cold-hearted, the world is completely fucked, but I'm just going to keep making stuff anyway. Right. Right. And it's just like this. So it's like, to me, that reflects a little of that. Like, if you focus too much yeah. on that, what right. you're focusing on right there, yeah. that can interfere with your ability to be a creative. That can interfere with your ability to bring your gifts out. And that's where it crosses a line, in my estimation. Even, and that's not to say just take it or just, or don't be a proponent of change. But it is to say, don't ever allow it to squash nah, we, that 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 real inspirational force that you are. We've been taught to only think about the art, and that has mm-hmm. been at the expense of our fellow artists. I got you. At ourselves, at our wives, at our families, and everything else. It's yeah. been taught to be this selfish motherfucker. Oh, go go out, and make magic. Yeah. Don't give a fuck about anybody else. Don't care what time the plane is. Don't care about what your finances are. You got a business manager for that. What I'm saying is not that the art is not, the song is important. I'm saying it's so important. Right. That this is so important. Like when I go to play a show, that shit is so important. Like right now, like I'm going to get on stage and I'm going to, I want to play better than I've ever played in my fucking life. Right. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. So, and I want those people to see something special that night, mm-hmm. even if it's 125 people. So, it, 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 at the same time, that 
I'm not saying I'm running away from this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying to, in order for artists to, like, I'm just, I feel like cats are just, the artists are not, they're not paying attention to what's going on. Mm. So I think it's like, by not doing that, that's that's just that's just selfish to to like to our OGs, like mm-hmm. to the people that like who can't tour anymore. And it's know? destructive to future artists. Too. Yeah, and it's like it's like that that's just some selfishness, and it's like for society as far as like you know what's going on. I think I think that that you know I'm not like closing down shop. I'm just like I think what's really amazing is I'm put this music and it's getting bigger and bigger than it ever has right just over the time of of the records being out like i didn't have a big pop success and blow up like it's now it's beautiful right like i'm just gonna do it differently you know what i'm saying it's not gonna be like like i it's giving me the opportunity to be like all right how do i really do it how do i really want to do it like Andy Warhol, but right. I've always been the fuck you Andy Warhol guy. Right. Know? So it's like, it's, it's never, it's not anything changed. Yeah. But, um, and how do you see, and where do you see it going from here in terms of how you're going to do it? I think I'm just going to do a lot less shows, mm-hmm. bigger ticket, bigger ticket price, and like, like a big deal. Like, lights, camera, action. Mm-hmm. You know? Everything is like yeah. a, a production. Yeah. Just do like 20 a year. Right. If you want to come, if you want to come, make it great, blow it up, and then I got it. You know, I got more time because I got in this shit to write. Yeah. And then also you can live stream the things and everything. You like kind of like like what this time has taught us a way that we can like put these things out there in different ways and all these different avenues. Yeah. 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 I see what you're saying. And then even the NFT realm that factors into it. I could jump in. We'll see what we'll, we'll see where that leads. I see. I, I I think I see the whole. I see. I think I'm seeing the whole <laughs> yeah. vision. But also, just really, yeah, just beyond this shit, just like yeah. living. You know, yeah. it's just like there, there's just there's a lot. This life is short, man. It's true. More enjoyment, more time with your daughter, yeah. more time with like evolving as a human. That's what is. That's what it's about. Like that's yeah. why. Like it's a that, holistic. That's why I was approach. saying I felt like I was under a rock, and I wasn't trying to say like anything was, you know. All this stuff is self, self inflicted. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like shit you're trying to learn for yourself. It's not yeah, like yeah. some outside force came in and did this. You know, it's just like acknowledging it and be like, okay, that's not the place I want to be. Mm-hmm. Well, the motion blinds us, man. Like the motion of the whole, the, the whole. Yeah the whole thing was was blinding because it yeah. was like and you, and you just like sort of unconsciously going and this hard stop has made us become <laughs> conscious of so much we were unconscious about before. yeah completely, 100%. completely. Showed you, it showed you you could do things differently and still be okay yeah where before the tour album this you were scared to stop you're like i can t- i can't take a six month break i'll never survive and then it was forced on you yeah and you found other ways to survive and still be happy yeah, and actually just open up to really just that quality of life. Yeah. And I think it's just, yeah. it's an amazing time. I feel really fucking good about it, you know. Me too, I, man. I just, you know, even like what I'm saying, as bad as, as hard as these shows have been, like to kind of like energetically put out that much, you know, because that shit is, that's a weird drain. It's like, yeah. I, I was like fucking tired, you know. On these latest shows? Yeah, 
it's just like an energy because you're you're really trying to get to the universe you know right bring that summon that shit you know <laughs> yeah you're trying to you know Joe played three nights at the winery yeah the last i mean i don't do you, were you feeling anything or like well i'll tell you what i was because i reinvented my live show with this like farmer foot drum thing so right. i started playing like like it's which is a full drum kit you play with your feet Right. So that jazzed me up no end. My first show was just was without that. But I'm saying, were you feeling a little bit like afterwards? Were you feeling a little bit like energy drained, or were you like, um, not really? I was excited because it was it, it just I got the I got the vibe, but also I'm coming from a different place than you. Yeah. Like yeah. I I've played you know typically I play smaller shows than you yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. So it's more in my wheelhouse. You know. Right, I wish right. that wasn't the case. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wasn't as used to it. Right. But I know how to turn those situations into high energy functions. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. like, I could see how for you that would be more difficult because you're used to like packed rooms. Yeah. Like, you know, so I'm used to turning no, I like, weird, yeah. weird situations into, into like, good ones. Into like, just like, kind of like, I lean into them. Like, like the, the whole, like, uh, the, the obvious absurdity of a thing yeah. will make me kind of go lean into it <laughs> in a way you All know right. so i felt the energy just the same yeah you yeah. know but it was more just like the andy warhol thing it was yeah. like just within that microcosm of a, of a show it's like okay w the universe is telling me this is crap <laughs> uh, so i'm just gonna keep doing it anyway yeah like you know and, and treat it like it is madison square garden yeah you that, know? well that's what you gotta do i mean i was feeling it was madison square garden yeah but so but you felt drained afterwards no i felt good i felt like good i just felt like wow that's it's it is it there is an energy kind of like vortex thing going on and and it, and then i had moments of like yo this is fucking you know moments that you can't touch like they, yeah. i think doing these shows because like you're not getting that right it's like it's like that's really you're like in the gym now like we're mm -hmm. training yeah, well exactly. you know it's like exactly. it's like it's like it's like <laughs> you're right, hitting you know, the heavy bag you know what i'm real. saying so it's it's it, that's why i'm doing it and, and it's, it's like i'm not i don't need that it, and that's people are like well it's because the audience is not because of the audience it's right really not it's like it's like trying just the connection of it yeah and and well, it's the limited capacity yeah. for one. It's a re it's it's a restaurant as well. That's weird. Yeah. Seated. Or it can be that's seated. Like these these things are the are the things working against it being. I like, gotta use the restaurant. Yeah, me too. How like? Uh, right. But let's uh let let me go do some fan questions. All right. Is that cool? Yeah. Is that you think you you want to do, do that? Let's do some fan questions. All right. So the, I just uh, threw out a little social media thing. It's like. Ask about how he felt about privately serenading the bride and groom who worked at City Winery <laughs> and went viral. Uh, that was cool. The guy came in and is like, hey, I just got married. Yeah. And um, hey, I've seen you like 40 times. Uh -huh. And I, you want to come up? I just want to bring, can I bring my wife in here and do wow. a dance? I was like, yeah. And then I just sang sideways. And it fuck, um, just so happens, Gary, who's been, you know working with me for years gary wallman uh filmed it he he just caught it on his phone 
Yeah. And it was like perfect, like you know, kissing and all this shit. It's wow. just like yeah, they were dancing in the middle. Like of I the never room. get like more than five likes on my friggin' tweet. <laughs> I was like, I was just stopped using it. And right. It like <laughs> and that went viral. And well, I don't know. I mean, it's not on his viral, Instagram but, if anyone wants to know, watch. Yeah. It. Yeah. Just check it out. It's pretty cool. It's sweet. It went. Yeah. It's like they're kissing, and it's like nice. It's just a beautiful. Like it was cool. And you're at Citizen Cope on Instagram, right? I mean, I follow yeah, you, Citizen I know, Cole, but I'm just saying yeah, for them. Yeah. I know what you are. Yeah. <laughs> I know where to find you. I know where to find you, bro. Okay, come on. I always I always like your posts. I'm one of the five. I yeah, think you get more sick. than five. But no, anyway. no, I mean on, on, <laughs> on, Twitter. on Twitter. Yeah, my Twitter thing sucks, yeah. too. I suck. So It's like... Yeah, I, I still don't understand Twitter. It's like I know because I am I you, supposed to like when I have a bad thing? Am I supposed to like use this to complain about my day? Or yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> to point? bring positive things or like what right. is it like to argue or like yeah, like point? what the fuck you do? Do you want to do something like that with like a YouTube channel? Do you ever have like YouTube like want to be a YouTuber or anything? Because I do. I have YouTuber ambitions you have it well but i, mean, I don't this, really i mean huh? this with this like, and this is a yeah. real conversations you know it's important yeah. to dial you know you have this now and it's it's you know this is something that like 20 years from now you know people are going to be able to look at mm -hmm. so i yeah. think it's it's, it's amazing we can make nfts off of it well i don't know. all right let's go so please ask him about writing side by the way these are fan questions i don't know if i stated that it, yeah for the cameras uh please who, who did i write sideways about <laughs> no please ask him about writing sideways and recording the version with cheryl crow it's one of the most beautiful and powerful love songs ever in my humble opinion heartbreaking Is she on that? uh cheryl she did a covered it oh i didn't know that and then i came in and just walked you know was there for her vocal mm -hmm. and then i ended up like doing the harmony on that on that version Nice. I I didn't know she covered that either. She she did. That's great. Does she gonna, call and ask permission, or you just found out about? Well, it? she don't have to ask permission no, just to like, cover hey, a song. I'm but I'm gonna cover your song. Do you want to come in? No, I mean she. You know, I've 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 had you know, I, I, her manager Scooter is a close friend of mine, and oh. Pam, who works with them, are close, and and Cheryl. We've had interactions over the past, and she wanted to cover it, and and. You know, I was I was just I felt really good when I heard it. I love the rendition. Doyle Bramall worked on it and mm. with her. I gotta check that out. It's probably on YouTube yeah. or whatever. Yeah. All right. Well, here we go. I remember you both on stage together at the Bottom Line. That's when we oh met. Oh my god! We always talk about that. That's a legendary that, night. That is yeah. legend. Uh, with Rita Houston, rest in peace, Rita. Mm. Yeah. Rita. WFUV stage showcase of up and coming artists. Been a fan of both of yours since. Question: Could you describe each in detail what you believed then was possible for your musical careers, and what has changed for, uh, uh, and what has changed you from that twenty-year-old outlook? Is there ways in which you had to radically alter your expectations of music as a way of life? Is there, this is the whole this is the whole podcast we just did yeah is there, is there still room to meet the dream the question is the answer yeah from there or has the business of music as life become harder and harder to realize how have these realities changed you know, it's kind of like what the whole podcast yeah has i mean i think about. you know it's like it's it's yeah i think we already covered that. we we covered it but so good question thanks 
Yeah. Um, Liz. <laughs> wait, Liz. Okay. How do you keep your spirit up in these difficult times? That's a good question. Simple, but but good. Um, How do you do that? What do you do? Uh, Smoke a little spliff? No, I, <laughs> I don't know. You know, just learning to try to, you know, I guess the meditation stuff is. Are you doing that? Or just even moments of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you do guided ones or something? I like used that? I started with that. I had to go to like meditation for dummies class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. You know, Joe Dispenza. I love him, man. It's like Be- becoming supernatural. It's like taught me taught me how to how to meditate, and then it's like okay, now I can do it. You know, like yeah. In person or online? I actually went to a four day thing. Wow. And a Joe because Dispen- I mean a I Joe didn't, yeah I, I like. I didn't know what meditate, you know, I didn't, you mm-hmm. know, I understood the breathing and all that stuff. I think he just was able to like, well, I call it meditation for dummies, kind of like teach you what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't, um, you know, I, I, I got to watch out for any of these like guru type cats, you know, but like, you know, mm-hmm. he actually can teach you how to meditate, you know, yeah, whether yeah. you take it from farther than that is another thing. Right, right. Yeah. No, I, I got into him too, like yeah. in, in the whole uh, positive visualization and stuff. Yeah. Do you do that? Do you actively do that stuff? No. I sort of try to sometimes and then I kind of like fall off and on. Like I'll, like I'll go like, oh, I need to do that more. I need to like, you know, get like what I want my future to be. But yeah. also I'm like, I want God to like, decide to, yeah like, what's your will for me i because no. i'm an, i'm a human with a limited vision i think there's something to feeling that greatness already before it's happened like you have mm-hmm. already have it yeah like, that kind of thing i think when it gets into like oh i want to have this for my life and i want this car and i want this house and I yeah. want the success that's when it gets counter to what it's really about because yeah <clears throat> i think that's that's where kind of like the raw rawness of the joe stuff kind of like all right well you know I, I don't need anything else like i i, I agree I need, with that i need to get my personal shit i need to feel that like yeah you know like i've already had all that i agree with that because recent <laughs> recently like I, I there's a house in my neighborhood yeah. like a, a brownstone yeah like, a, like crazy yeah. huge yeah. and and so i was like just for the fun of it trying to manifest yeah. having that. But then I was like, go into this thing like, well, what if I'm not supposed to be here in a year? Right. What like, what, like, what if I like, you know, cause what's, what's the difference between like manifesting and like just having like delusional fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably related. I know. That's a good question. And, and, I, I don't know and, how to answer that. I don't know. That's, uh, I would love for an expert to tell, to answer that for us. Because you. I'm all into the delusional hey. fantasies. Like yeah. I'm like if starting to get a little worried about it. <laughs> yeah. If you think you're manifesting, then you're not delusional. Well, they, that, you know, I did. I did have a one when I moved to New York. I uh-huh. had a situation like, you know, I'm dreaming that like just somebody randomly comes out and says, "I'm I'm leaving here. Take this house. This rent right. control. You, you know, apartment. It, it's no. The, I had the whole brownstone. The whole brownstone. The whole brownstone. Yeah. And then like, you know, it's yours. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Looks like you need something, kid. Yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> you know, but like once I got my. Once I got my deal, I got little two little 
you know, I had to pay for it. Right. I got it. Got a little two levels of brownstone. It so works. Like so, kind of maybe that was. So that was like a delusional uh, fantasy turned manifestation. Mm-hmm. Or was so was I? Was it? Is it? Was it a? Del- yeah. What? What's the difference? I'll tell you what. Look at this. I'll show you this. Look at what my screensaver is. Joseph Arthur album of the year Grammy. I love it. Right. Yep. I just <laughs> that's a little manifestation right it there. Shut off. No, yeah, I, I, I caught it. Yeah, I do actually believe in in positive reinforcement. Right. Like, I, why not? I, like, I, do, I would I like that. I would I, like an album of the year Grammy. Why not? Give I me. believe in it. I just yeah. think when it comes to like, like when it's attached to personal gain, mm-hmm. that's when it gets a little. Like, I'm not saying anything wrong with it, but mm-hmm. it's like you know, people people don't realize like when they're trying to like super achievers like there's a lot of shit that happens with achievement like you know we talked about the fame thing like all these people that think they're like rock solid and everything and then they get a little touch of that fame and they fucking go crazy Mm -hmm. it's happened a lot yeah it's like it happened a lot it's it's the thing is like with something like this it's like yeah this would be fun and i did this it's like kind of like fun or whatever just something to do but it's like don't take anything too seriously. Yeah. And also, don't wait for this to be happy in the right. here and the now. Yeah. And understand you already have everything. Yeah. That you, like, I think you know. I think it's so important to like have that in your life. I used to have this thing on my phone that said blue skies. Right. You know, just like it was a part part to just kind of like get out of this kind of like feeling of 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 you know after i after i got dropped i was like you know i had this thing i was just blue skies you know was like that meaning like like the the world is bigger than just yeah your little thing it's, it's it's bigger yeah i like that but i like the grammy thing i, I mean i'll be at the fucking party man yeah no we're, i'll throw you a party we're gonna okay i'll throw you a party let's do it i'm gonna manifest that i'm gonna All throw right. you the party you're gonna win thank you man <laughs> i love it and then you're gonna bring me in on the film Oh hell yeah! I'll be the score. and then we're gonna and then we're gonna do a collab and win yeah. a Grammy together. Yeah. Yep, and a fucking movie, man. And a movie. Yeah, exactly. Hey, who's gonna? We're gonna help do film Tango it. and Cash too, but it's gonna be like it's gonna be like good this time. Yeah, good. You know, this like time. it was the biggest flop that turned the biggest hit, and like, and with the best soundtrack. Yeah, that yeah. one could ever even. Conceive Better. of yeah. Tango Cash was Stallone. Stallone and Swayze. And S- no. Who was the other guy? I don't know. No, who Tango no. Cash. Was. I just know Tango. it was an epic flop. Oh, okay. Tango and Cash. I'm charging my phone. Swear. Who was? It was Stallone, right? It was two. Kurt Russell for sure. Really? No, we got. I, I gotta look it up. It was Stallone and Stallone. It was. Gotta, it was Kurt Russell. We gotta do better in Tango and Cash, though. We'll we'll make the next like Apocalypse Now. Or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Mango, where are you gonna do mango what, what, and bash? Where are you gonna put your? Uh, where are you gonna put your Oscar? My Grammy? Oh, my Oscar! Yeah, we're, oh. we're already at the Oscar. Oh, we're manifesting. Oh, we bro. already got the Grammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. It, it was Kurt Russell. And Kurt, so Kurt Russell. Crazy. I would have never thought. Yeah, well, probably on the mantle place of my brownstone. Yeah, I mean, send it to my folks now that I'm getting on with them. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> buy him a house. Buy him a buy him a house. Buy him something somewhere. I'll buy him something nice. Yeah, they yeah. Not a not a Tesla though, because Elon's been a bad boy. Okay, so okay, lucky you, lucky, lovely scarf. That's not a question. Tell you both, thank you from me. Two hearts. Okay, and this one is. How many more artists do we need since our industry is so owned 
and overrun with woke asses who blacklist anyone who doesn't swallow the whole spoon to make it okay not to be a prisoner of wokeism and still want your art to be heard and or seen. Cheers. That's a loaded question. I'm going to go ahead and yeah. say that's a that one's. What, do you want? Do you want to take? Do you want to field that one, or would you rather leave that one on the cutting room floor? <laughs> I mean, I think, bro. <laughs> We're all wolves in sheep's clothing, I guess. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just, I'm being uh, pessimistic. Uh, you know, that was mm-hmm. kind of a pro- provocative, provocative question. I don't know that it's true, though. I don't know that, like, that you, like, I think it remains to be seen whether speaking your mind gets you canceled, like, in a, in a, in a serious way or not. Like, I think we're, like, figuring that out. I think there, there is an oppression of free speech occurring but i feel like we can push back against that as a collective and the results of pushing back against that haven't yet like the results aren't in yet you know there are people pushing back that aren't canceled or maybe they're canceled to a degree or some people unfollow them fine but people don't realize they've been canceled their whole life you know there's people been canceled yeah their whole life from the time they were born they were canceled yeah like, I so like it's I was like can- i think I, I identify <laughs> as canceled. exactly so yeah. it's like it's nothing new so it's like it's yeah. like if you're worried about what you know i think a lot of people are attracted to arts because they think they don't think they'll have to have a nine to five or they'll like mm-hmm. avoid being you know that they'll get you know hey patted on the back and shit it's like so it's like mm. whatever if you, people 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 been canceled most most people that got to somewhere, they were probably canceled their whole life. Mm-hmm. I definitely identify with that. For me, I, a huge part of the motivation was the fact that I, I was bullied when I was a little kid yeah. and uh, an uh, and outcast for sure. And there was a huge motivation for me to prove everybody wrong or, you know, prove, <laughs> prove something. And, yeah. and, and I think I've probably just done... I've just probably proved everybody right, really, yeah. in, the, in the end. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, I mean, you know, the thing is, is like, yeah, there's like, it's like what we were talking about earlier. It's like the, you know, the resistance is isn't necessarily a bad thing, and like to be terrified of like getting some negative feedback here and there is, I mean, that's kind of like what keeps the adventure going. Yeah, you know, lean into a little negative, like. Yeah. Don't don't be terrified of toughen up a little bit, man. Let's, let's toughen up yeah. a bit. Yeah, let let people say some shady yeah. shit to you and fucking and that's that's what it's about. Fair you play. Spo- you, you know you might be right. Yeah, you know I'm figuring it out. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but it's like we can't be we can't be scared into silence. Nope. You know. Nope. But that's you know you got a lot of lemmings out here. If you're scared into silence, it's going to provoke you to do self-violence. That's pretty deep. Oh, I, I was I like trying that. to be deep on purpose. I like that. A moment of. <laughs> I like that. All right. So, what, so what, what should we what what should we talk about right to wrap this thing up? Let's. This, um, you ready to wrap it up? Uh, got something else i'm enjoying talk i love talking to you by the way i love you i think i I really do man (laughs) you're one of my favorite you're one of my favorite humans i don't know if you know that i I feel that way i really you you know every time i'm i'm with you man i feel better so it's like great i feel like like you know 
we have some kind of you know kindred spirit thing going on and it's just I, like please oh, do you feel that way you know we our paths have taken completely different yeah. ways and we have different uh, things that got us here but for some reason yeah. rita houston put us in the put same the, room one yeah. night and i think we have that commonality of love for yeah. her as a human being and like right and just like beyond love for music and all that and yeah and all this craziness yeah life. Yeah, it's been wonderful knowing you. Like the, the, the one question was like, yeah, the bottom bringing up that bottom line gig. I just never forget. Yeah, I didn't know of you before that. I think yeah. maybe I heard your name around, but I didn't. I, yeah, I'm sure I did, but right. but I hadn't heard you yet, and I was just blown away with your lyrics oh, and, man, and your thanks. storytelling. I'm not blowing smoke. It's like you, to me, you're a, you're a ve- you're you're one of the the greats out here. And, Thank you. And, and I just appreciate everything Thank you do. Thank you, Joe, man. man. I appreciate everything you do and yeah. all your vibe and, and doing this. And I've yeah. been watch, watching, loving, you know, the development of this and just thanks, man. everything in, in your path. Like, it, it's it's reaffirming to me watching you on your path. Like, just just trying to take the concentration and dedication yeah. as far as, you know, to yeah. self-love. I love it, man. Yeah, well, we got to. We yeah. got to fight. We got to dig deep. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and I love, and, uh, and, I love the introspection. I love the. I love like the questions. I love mm-hmm. the like not being able to, you know, being not being afraid to fail. You know, right. jumping up out there, saying what you have to say, and yeah. putting cool people on this podcast has yeah. been great. You know. Thanks, man. Well, thank you for coming. Yeah, yeah. And I can't wait for part three because part two was killer. What? Oh, if you don't mind, I went to your first show at the winery and you ended by reciting Duck Confit. If we can end that way. All right. Oh, well, Duck Confit. On the path of the direction of the divine, you'll find vines of women and wine. In search of the gentle and kind, you can get fooled by the root of the mind where your strengths lead you to great wakes of weakness, where with tyrants you wash your hands that they stole from the banded chieftains, where admirers turn guns for hire, they shrug as you become a victim of friendly fire. Take a look at all these thieves and liars and ask, is this for what the world was truly desired? Just who broke in the wax museum and gave these fakes a stage at the Coliseum? They won't melt under the Hollywood lights the West Texas summer sun, where the pastor is plastic on the podium, where he smiles with his mouth and not with his eyes, where deep down inside you know that something's not right, like the man killing the mother of his son, cleaning his shotgun. I can't kill the truth of the elephant in the room. I can't hush my thoughts because they sing like a convict's gloom, where everybody knows but nobody's talking where crimes of humanity are concealed and condoned by self-preservation and biblical prophecy. Because it ain't cool to be you over here or over yonder. Currency is a commodity. You pay dearly for your honesty. And if the truth sets you free, there's a mute with the key. And the goose that laid the golden egg got cooked for the grease. Duck confit. Wow. <laughs> That's chills inducing, man. Yeah, what that's amazing <laughs> thank you for that that's yours right yeah yeah that's wonderful thank man. you thank you how did you write that uh and when did you write that i wrote that like i was writing a bunch of poems on the plane okay so like just writing fucking yeah 
Great delivery. <laughs> great, great delivery. Great poem. Thank book, you. Book of poetry coming soon. Yeah, I hope. I got, I got, I got a chat book. I guess at least. And then NFT. And then. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. And then go to Mars. And then we're both going to Mars. Take a Tesla to Mars. Let's take that Tesla truck to through Mars the, through the tunnel. We'll throw Elon in the in the trunk and we'll yeah. see and see what he's got to <laughs> yeah, say. Yeah. For himself. All right, man. Thank you, Clarence. Thank right. you, Clarence. Thank you Thanks, guys Avery. so much. Thank everybody out here. Thank you. All right. Peace. Peace. Hi, this is Joseph Arthur. Thanks for checking out Come to Where I'm From. Please support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash come to where I'm from. We are an independent podcast and any contributions you can make are greatly appreciated.